What is up, everybody? This is Hater Radio. This is a mo monumental day in uh, the day of our uh, media brand here. Um, Ian is the co-host here. Ian, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, ready for this bomb to drop. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be a crazy day, and I'm so glad that uh, we are able to uh, do this show as this stuff is going down, which is something I actually envisioned last year doing, but I didn't have the infrastructure yet. So now that we have it, it feels great to be able to put this on. So hopefully that the people that do watch this live uh, get informed about what we were able to uh, watch over the last couple of days and uh, give our best guess as what's going to happen as it is going down. It's literally starting right now as I'm looking up at the TV. So I have it up. So if you are uh, watching this, you are hopefully um, informed about what's going on. So let's talk about the games that happened real quick. We'll talk about uh, the conference championships games. I want to mention first the uh, Pac-12 championship game with Oregon and uh, uh, Washington, the rematch where, God, it was such a great game back and forth, mm -hmm. both. Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix are studs. They'll likely be drafted in the first round coming up in the draft in uh, April. And uh, they were, you know, amazing. They they really put it all out there. They both played great games. And, you know, it sucks that a team again had to lose in this matchup because that was the same thing we said in the first time. And it happened again. And Washington came back, even though uh, Oregon took the lead in the, I think, the fourth quarter. And, just a tremendous game, and it proves why Washington needs to be there. And I'm glad, actually, that Washington won because if Oregon had had won, then it would have put a huge log jam. That would have been like five or six one-loss teams that deserved. Yeah, it. it would have been that would have been way too hard to decipher. And honestly, it actually would have been more of a layup for Florida State to get in as well. So that could have been Florida State's chance there, but it didn't happen. Um, your thoughts on that before we move on to the Big 12 championship game? Yeah, same thing as you said. It was definitely a statement win, but it showed like how good both of those teams were. And I still thought whoever won that game, they still had a really good case for making the playoff, but it helps that Washington is still undefeated. And they look like one of the surefire ones to be in. I mean, we're about to find out. But um, obviously, great game, both great teams. Again, it was a shame one of these teams had to lose. It is interesting, though, because I've – I remember saying years ago, nine times a 10, usually when a team plays each other twice in a season, the rematch, the other team wins. But this time, Washington, you know, they obviously had a game plan set. They remember what they, you know, was successful against Oregon and were able to put pressure on Bo Nix um, and kind of make him uncomfortable. That's the thing. When Bo Nix is in the pocket, plenty of time, very obviously an elite quarterback. But once you start, you know, making him move, then you can start seeing some creases in the armor. Um, and that's something the Washington defense did well. And Michael Penix, of course, did a fantastic job, uh, as always, leading the Huskies. Um, all in all, you know, great win for the Huskies. Yeah, okay. So let's move on to the Big 12 championship game. Texas just rolls. They were up big in this game, and it never really was close. They had a big lead at halftime and kind of, like, coasted into the second half. But, uh, no, I'm uh, – I'm, I'm really excited for this Texas team because I really think they're going to get in no matter what, which is really great for them because 
Uh, they've gone through so much the last like 15 years since 2009 when um, they lost to Bama in the uh, BCS national championship. So for them to get back into this stuff is amazing. I'm excited for them. Uh, you know, uh, Quinn Ewers, he went down uh, in part of the season where it looked like Texas might lose one of those games, but they survived. Then they blow out Texas Tech, and then they destroy Oklahoma State here. They definitely look like one of the top four teams. And considering that they beat a conference champion in their home, I give them a lot of credence there. We'll get more into uh, that after the, the we talk about the games. But they look great in this game. Oklahoma State, I don't know. I never was the biggest fan of them all year. They had lost to South Alabama. They, uh, you know, they had uh, struggled in other games. Um, they did beat Oklahoma, which was a big win considering Oklahoma lost only two games this year. But um, credit to Texas to uh, just making plays. You know, considering they lost their running back a couple weeks ago, uh, the the guys that are behind him actually have stepped up big time and put up a, a great effort. And you know, honestly, they they look like nothing really changed anything. Really, the difference with Texas is. Quinn Ewers. If Quinn Ewers is there, then they're definitely by far one of the better teams in the country. And it, it shows like if he was, if he was not injured during the year, I definitely would think he would have been in New York and more than likely have a really high chance at winning the Heisman, but we'll never know there. But Ian, your thoughts before we move on. Yeah. Um, same thing as you pointed out, you know, Texas seemed to prove, you know, again, statement when this is the time where you have to have, you know, kind of quality points here. And, you know, Texas did exactly that. Um, routed Oklahoma State, never really was a fight. And they proved, you know, hey, this we were not going to get stuck in the mud with these teams. We are clearly better than these teams. And they're obviously thinking on that Alabama win, um, which looks way better now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if, you know, we'll talk about it later. But for me, they're one of the top four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next game we have is the SEC championship game, which was Alabama, Georgia. Another great matchup, basically another quarter finalist game, just yeah. like the Washington, Oregon game. And, you know, I thought in that initial drive when Georgia scored and they were stopping Bama early, I was like, uh Oh, this is going to be a long day for Bama. But then honestly, once it was after that point, like it was like probably like, two or three drives into the game, Bama pretty much put the, uh, you know, the, the pedal to the metal and their offense was moving the ball. They were running the ball extremely well. Um, Isaiah bond and um, uh, Burton, the, the Georgia transfer were making great plays. Um, you know, Isaiah bond, especially he had huge plays that fourth down play. Obviously it was controversial because it looked like it hit the ground and it did. Um, I just, you know, I posted on Twitter and I got a huge response about that being karma for uh, Georgia getting that uh, catch on that third down in the Florida Georgia game a couple years ago when the difference in the game was basically that drive. So, hey, you know what, Georgia, sometimes karma comes back. It takes a while, but it came back to bite you there. And, uh, you know, um, Georgia looked good, honestly, on some of their. Uh, drives they were putting stuff together later in the game and then um you know defensively they were getting tackles for losses uh they were stopping when they needed to but i think bamboo was just the better team milrow is a stud the kid's a freak he's super fast 
and he's learning the passing game as we go every every game. So I expect him to be even better into these playoff games. And there's no way that you can hold out a Bama team from getting into the playoff. There's just no way. There's they're too good. A one loss uh, SEC champion uh, deserves to be to be in there no matter what. But Ian, what are your thoughts? Yeah, for this one, it was mostly you know who made the because honestly, I view these teams as like one A and one B. Georgia and Bama are two of the best teams, regardless of what the ranking is. I think they're two of the best teams in the country. And that, when it comes down to that, is who's going to make the least amount of mistakes in Georgia, that crucial fumble, the missed field goal. And that did haunt them. Um, Georgia oh, yeah. had every opportunity to come back and win the game. But Bama, again, they've literally been doing this for over a decade now. They know how to close these games out. Not saying Georgia doesn't. Georgia knows very well how to win these close games now. But Bama just made less mistakes earlier in the game that didn't come back to bite them. And they were able to get the crucial first downs, able to kill that clock and really force Georgia's hand. And that's the thing, too. We've always seen it. When Georgia is not playing their style, it is a struggle. They've gotten a lot better than years past because anytime they were playing not their game, they were almost always going to lose or get a really ugly win. Now they, it doesn't really matter. But regardless, when you're playing Bama and you're not playing your game, that is a tough recipe to win in. And Bama, you know, won out. Uh, again, it's it's going to add into, you know, who do you put in? Because I still view Georgia as, like, the best team in the country, regardless if they should be in or not. But that that's just me. Also, I know I texted it to you. Shout out to my cousin George and his friends, uh, George and Jimmy, for going to Atlanta. They were Anybody who was watching College Game Day and saw the USF signs, that was my cousin and our friends. So, uh Shout out to them. Definitely. Yeah. I, I tweeted out and like put it on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Shout out to George. He uh he came on the show, I think was it last year or the year it before? It was last year, yeah. Yeah. And so he's obviously a great guy, very knowledgeable. And uh shout out to those guys for doing that kind of effort because it takes a lot to be able to one drive up there and you know make sure you're in front of the the camera to be as close to be able to make a difference. And I, I saw it everywhere, all over in Twitter and um, Facebook and everything. So shout out to those guys um, doing the the Lord's work there. So um, moving on, let's talk about Big Ten and then we'll talk about ACC. So Big Ten championship game, Michigan, Iowa, 26-0. They cover the spread. Um, Iowa's offense is terrible. And Iowa's defense actually kept them in this game. And they just, like I said, offense was so bad, they really couldn't do anything. Really, the difference in this game for Michigan was two plays was the punt return that got them down inside the 10. Um, and then the, uh, I believe, fumble or interception that was kept them a short field as well. So both those short fields, they converted into touchdowns. And that was basically the game because the rest of it was just field goals from uh, Michigan. So uh, I, I'm still not impressed with this Michigan team. I don't think highly of J.J. McCarthy. I think he's highly suspect, and if he goes up against a really good team, he's going to flounder immensely. You know, I think Texas and Alabama would easily beat them. Um, I know that Georgia would easily beat them. I feel like even Washington probably would be like a seven-point victory against them. I just think they're like the most um, – I don't know, overvalued team. They're going to be number one, 
which they don't deserve. I think Washington deserves it over them, but that's just my opinion. Um, What is your opinion of this game? And then we'll get into the ACC championship game. Yeah, at the very least, Michigan did their job. And again, with this week in particular, you have to make it look good. They shut out Iowa. I mean, that's not a hard hurdle because of how bad the offense is. Um, But, I mean, Michigan's defense came up. They got the big plays. They did look good. And they remain undefeated. And they will be, you know, they will be in it. Um, I agree. I don't have them as the number one team. I personally think Washington is the number one team right now. Um, but they did the job. They did their part. You heard every coach who won the championship game say, hey, we did our job. And that's exactly what Michigan did. And they shut out Iowa, uh, which regardless of who that is, that looks pretty good in a conference championship game. Yeah, I mean, they did exactly what they needed to do. But the great thing is with one, the 12-team playoff coming up next year, a lot of these conferences are going away from divisions and into the two best teams in the conference, which will next year, it would be a repeat of Michigan, Ohio state, which is what we saw in the PAC 12. And we'll like, we're going to see it in the ACC, which we did. And then we'll see it in the SEC as well. So almost all conferences now are going to be the top two teams, which it should be like, I don't need to see a team like Iowa that doesn't deserve to be there. Like clearly they're, like the like fourth best team, maybe even fifth best team in all of the Big Ten. So uh, okay, I wanted to on. point out yeah, real quick so, though with the Big Ten. Yeah, now that that's the last thing with the divisions, it means the West division had never won the Big Ten championship. That is pathetic. That, that is never so no team from the West so ever won the Big Ten champ, and that even goes back yeah. to when it was called the Legends or the, whatever. Yeah, Legends and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, dude, that is so pathetic. The fact that they even like kept that going for as long as they did, knowing that that there was like no chance for that other teams. God, that is that is sad. I mean, it speaks to what the Big Ten is. But you know, I will say the fact that they're adding USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon is going to make them a completely different conference. I will change my tune about how I feel about this conference. But as of right now, I do not respect this conference. And uh, Michigan's beat up a lot of bad teams. So I don't really feel, um, I don't think highly of that team. That's just my opinion. Okay, so last and and most importantly least, the ACC championship game, Louisville going up against Florida State. Louisville, a team that had lost to a 3-9 and nine Pitt team, a 7-5 and five Kentucky team, and Louisville scores six points. Florida State somehow puts up 16 points, largely to do with a long um, wildcat run for like 75 yards. This Florida State offense looks terrible. Um, You know, I'm not a big fan of this team, obviously. Um, I talk a lot of crap about them. That's I'm not I'm not hiding behind that. I'm definitely going to acknowledge it. That's just what it is. Um, But the funny thing is I'm actually an alumni, so. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Which is funny how a lot of these Facebook people I'm friends with uh, will like talk trash about me. Yet most of them are not even alumni of the school, and I am. So, uh, but anyways, uh, you know, uh, this team without Jordan Travis is not good enough. I didn't even think they were good enough, even with Travis. But they would have probably gotten the playoff spot 
uh, with Travis. So um, it's definitely, um, it's definitely, you know, it, it's, it hurts them a lot. It hurts them immensely not having him. He is, he was the, a large part of why they were as good as they were, especially on offense. Defense are obviously strong. You know, Jared verse, uh, the secondary is pretty strong. Uh, linebacker play is not bad. So it's like, you know, this Florida state team has just come up in the wrong year. There have been plenty of years throughout the history of the CFP where there are not four or five good teams. There's maybe like two or three. And this year is a completely bad year for them. And it is, you know, like we've said, this is the year that we wish that the, the, the 12 team. Yeah, if there was any team. year to do it, obviously, of course, it's the last year of the four team one. Right. You know, exactly. So it's, it's, it's frustrating that, you know, this is the reality, but this is where we're at. So, um, Florida State, uh, you know, they've had a great year. They went undefeated, but they don't have the victories. And we'll get into that after. But let's talk about the game. It just was a terrible game. It wasn't interesting. You know, they were in. They were on their third string quarterback. Um, you know, their run game really wasn't there except for that one play. Uh, they didn't really do much. You know, Louisville kind of shot themselves in the foot. They, you know, they got a a, a blocked punt. Essentially, they tackled the punter as he went back to punt and they should have scored at least a field goal to make it a one point game. But they, the, the quarterback throws it right to the Florida state uh, defender in the, in the end zone. And it's like, God, how, like how terrible of a play that was. I don't know. I just, I, I didn't think highly of this Louisville team coming into this game. I thought they had a shot at winning, but I really still thought that Florida state was going to take the win and like I said in the beginning of the day, if Florida State was going to win this game by 20-plus points, they'd have a real good shot of getting into the playoff. But they didn't even come close to that, and they barely won by 10. You know, they, like, basically got those field goals because uh, Louisville kept uh, going for it on fourth down. So they had short fields to get those field goals. I don't know. It's – this team is not as good as – Florida State fans think they are the 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 vast majority opinion out there on Twitter, Facebook of other people that are not Florida State fans seems to be that it's going to be Texas and Alabama. So this was their last chance at actually trying to make, uh, you know, a statement. And it's not a statement that that was that great. And honestly, it's going to be what ends up, uh, you know, being their downfall. Um, so we're getting closer to the reveal. So why don't we get into what we feel about these teams? Actually, give me your opinion about the conference, the ACC, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the CFP. The only thing I'll say real quick is the night and day between Florida state and the last two games is so evident. I look, it's no secret. I'm a Gator fan. I, anything that's garden and gold, I hate, but I want them – it's they're undefeated. They deserve to be there, but it goes to the debate of between deserve and better. But you look at that team. They played a terrible Florida – no, being honest, a really bad Gator team and barely beat them. They played a okay, pretty good Louisville team and literally had the worst conference championship game I have seen in a long time. I don't want to put them out, but they're really, like, making it hard to argue – because the only thing they have is that they are undefeated. They do have the win against LSU, but that team 
looks complete. It's like you're dealing with different teams now. That's the only thing I was like, I really don't know what to do with Florida State because personally, in a perfect world, I would put them in. But again, yeah. it goes to do they deserve it or who's the better team? And, and I, I don't know. I, I, I know it sounds like sacrilegious to say as a Gator fan, but I do want them in because they went undefeated. Okay, so let's talk about it. So obviously we know that Michigan and Washington are in. That's a guarantee. We don't even have to discuss that. And it's more than likely they're one and two. So the only spots left are the three and four spots. So with that, there are three conference champions that are possible uh, choices for those selections. Right now, it's Texas, Alabama, and Florida State. Let's break down all three, and then we'll we'll give our choices. So, Texas, their best win is against Bama on the road in Tuscaloosa, thirty-four to twenty-four. Bama finished up twelve and one, and as of right now, number eight in the country. More than likely, moving ahead higher than that ranking because they uh, won the conference championship and. They are a conference champion, so uh, Texas is the only team to have a win against a conference champion. Uh, another one of their best wins against Kansas, a very good Kansas team, and considering they had QB injuries as well, um, they win. They won forty to fourteen, and they, and Kansas was eight and four. Another solid win for uh, Texas was Kansas State. Uh, they won thirty three to thirty at home. The Kansas game was at home as well, and Kansas State was eight and four as well. Um, their only loss was against Oklahoma on a, a neutral site, uh, thirty-four to thirty. Uh, Oklahoma ended up ten and two on the year, number twelve in the last rankings, and that was a last-second loss as well. So they lost literally on like the last play. Um, their opponent's overall record before. Uh, the conference championship games, I believe, was 81 and 63. So a way above 500 there. Um, in their conference championship game, they beat Oklahoma State, who was nine and three at the time, nine and four ended up, and their ranking at the time was number 19, and they won 49 to 21. I will all also mention that they had three one score. Oh, here we're going. We're going right now. We're going to just nope. keep doing our show. And they're going to draw this out for a little bit. So there were three one-score games outside their loss with Ewers getting hurt in one, out with an injury in another, and coming back from injury in the third. And in those three games that they were against one-score teams, it was 17 and 19 was that record. Okay, for Alabama, it was their three best victories were Ole Miss. They won 24 to 10. Um Ole Miss was 10 and 2 and number 11 at the time. They beat Tennessee 34 to 20. Uh they were 8 and 4. They're unranked. LSU 42 to 28. Uh 9 and 3 they finished up number 13. All three of those games were at home. Their loss, their one loss was at home as well as against Texas 24-34, 11 and 1, number 7. They just announced Washington is number 2, Michigan is oh, number you're ahead 1, of me. exactly like we said. And then Opponents' overall record, 85 and 59. That's the best. That is an amazing opponent record, considering um, you could take out the 11 uh, losses there to those teams all coming from Alabama, and that would be even better, which I know Florida State 
loves to do that against their opponent record. So if we do the same thing, it'd be even more tremendous for Bama. As far as their championship game, they beat Georgia 12-0, number one, two-time defending champion, 29-game win streak, and Bama won 27-24 and were the better team throughout that game. They also had three one-score games against Arkansas, Auburn, and Texas A&M. Those teams were also 17-19. and 19. Uh, Auburn was a last-second win that they needed to win. Texas is number three. There you go. All right. Number three. All right, here we go. All right, they're going to draw this out. They're going to give us six and five before they give it four. <laughs> and then for Florida State, Florida State, uh, their best win was LSU, a neutral site game where they won 45 to 20. They ended up number 13 and uh, nine and three on the year. They had a, a solid road game at Clemson that they won 34 24. Um, Clemson finished eight and four. Clemson should have won that game, though, so that was a very close game. It was in overtime. Uh, another good victory for them was Duke. Uh, they won 38 to 20. Uh, the what is it? They uh, they finished seven and five. Their QB was injured in the prior weeks and then was not 100 percent in the game and then left that game. Don't uh, don't Miami. tell me here because you're ahead of me. Um, who the number four is? Oh, they haven't announced yet. It's still they're going to give the they're going to give the five and six before they before they give the four. Um, All right. Uh, and then uh, they beat Miami, which was a 27-20 game, and uh, Miami finished seven and five. Um, those opponents' overall record was 67 and 76, almost 10 games uh, below 500. So that's a terrible opponents that they had. Their championship game, they beat Louisville, who was a, a 10 and three, number 15 coming into the game. And Louisville had lost to three and nine Pitt and seven and five Kentucky. I will also mention in that Texas conference championship game against Oklahoma State that Oklahoma State lost to South Alabama. So that doesn't look as good as well. Um, they had uh, three one score games and the record against. OK, so Georgia's number six, like we thought. And now it's wow. five and four. OK, so they had three one games and those opponents were 21 and 15. Also to mention is the fact that their QB is gone for the year, playing backup who only had 134 yards against a terrible Gator pass defense. And then their their uh, third string quarterback had 55 against Louisville. Here we go. This is it, everybody. This Don't is what me. we've been waiting for. for oh, man, well, this is crazy. You'll know when I, I see it. Coming down the way it is. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it, man. Yes, I'm god damn it. I fucking knew it, man. I'm sorry, but yes. Hang on. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Yes, man. I fucking knew it. I'm sorry, FSU fans, but I knew it all along. I called it. They said Florida State had a 97% chance to get in, and they did not get in. Oh my god. Damn, that feels good. Man. Wow. Oh, I knew man, it, that's... man. I knew okay, it. Look, I knew that. Now all that that's along. official. I, I'm honestly, if there wow. was ever a team to get screwed by the playoff, a 14 playoff, this is absolute Florida State. I am coming from a diehard Gator fan. I am so sorry. Yeah, this, this sucks. This screwed. is terrible. And I feel bad for them, but it, wow. it was what had to happen, honestly, because considering what we laid down here with the resumes, it just it made more sense than. 
Florida State getting in. The, their best <laughs> oh. victory was a nine and three, a nine and three <laughs> Florida State or uh, LSU team. And these are the best matchups. This is going to be these these two games are going to be great. I'm I'm excited about this. This is so definitely, the this is this is good. The Gator fan in me right now is doing backflips because Georgia and Florida State just got screwed out of winning a national championship. That's crazy, The college football man. fan in me is going, I hate this freaking playoff so much. Of course it would be the last the last year I, to be I, like uh, why Like, it just like – Every year. Have them play each crazy. other. That's what – I've always uh, – thank God this is the last year. I am so I know. We never have this. to – this is this is the last year we ever have to deal with this. So, God. Regardless man, of was... how I feel about both Georgia and Florida State, Florida State should be in a playoff spot because they're undefeated and they won their conference championship. Georgia should be in because they are one of the best teams in the country. That sucks. Wow. I, I mean – Honestly, I oh, Tallahassee. If I was a Florida your, State fan, oh. I'd be furious. I would be furious. But I'm upset. I'm a Gator fan. But you know I'm what, man? The evidence, the evidence is there. Like if this was like if this was a, a lawsuit and it's by the preponderance of the evidence, and in a, a law a civil case where uh you know you have to prove one side or the other, it is by a scintilla of the evidence. More and I don't know what they they use their burden of proof for the committee, but if 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 you have it of FSU against Texas and Alabama, you can see just by just a hair that Texas and Alabama are better than Florida State, and even if you know it, it is a shame. Trust me, I'm I, I'm. I knew this was going to happen uh, up until on Wednesday when we start, when I started breaking this down the more and more, I was like, there's almost no way that Florida state can get in this thing and it would have to be a miracle. And, you know, it didn't happen. And I'm, you know, I'm not trying to gloat on this. I was definitely very excited to be vindicated, but at the same time, I'm trying not to gloat too much because it's, it is definitely a very terrible situation that Florida state's going through because now they're, Oh, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, George just chimed in. He said the committee got it 100% right with Jordan Travis. No, that's a typo. She was the number three team and Texas four. Yeah, he's probably right. You know, if Jordan Travis is there, they probably are the, uh, the, the number three team. But again, you know, when he broke his foot, I knew right away that they probably weren't going to make the playoff. And if, here's the what, thing, because no, injuries – look, when a team gets injured or a player gets injured, that is one thing. It's how you play after that. If Florida State, after the Jordan Travis injury, blew out Florida, which they easily could have, like 45 to 10 or something like that, and then blow out Louisville, they're in. Because then they're yeah, like, oh, course. Jordan Travis, no problem. And that's and that's exactly what I said in my tweet yesterday. I was like, you know, with the way things went down for both Texas and Alabama, Texas um, blew out Oklahoma State and Bama beat Georgia. And so it was like those victories outweigh whatever Florida State would do unless Florida State would win by some crazy number. And like they just aren't good enough. And. Uh, you know, I'm 
I don't know. It's it is a terrible situation. Again, folks, remember, 12 team playoff is coming. So this is literally the last we have to go through this. So next year, if Florida State was in this position, they would have gotten in and they would have had a home playoff game, which they probably easily would have won. And then they'd be in the uh, quarterfinals. So, you know, it sucks the way this is, but this is just the reality. And again, it, you know, hey, is what it is at this point. Yeah, that's I'm I, I don't know what I'm like. That sucks. I'm I might it's funny because the two teams I hate the most, I'm actually like upset about because <laughs> I'm sorry, Georgia's one of the best teams in the country. I'm sorry, they are. And that sucks that they want I mean I I don't I don't know what you do. No, and you I don't I have agree. enough room. I, I think <laughs> that Georgia is one of the talented most talented teams in the country and they deserve to be there. But again, it's only four teams. And Texas deserves to be there 100, percent especially beating Texas Bama. Beat Bama that's what it came down to. Georgia, if Georgia beat Bama, we're not even like this isn't a problem. Oh yeah, this but is not even a question. And Texas then, did the, did their job. Or even if Texas, if Bama beats Texas, Texas isn't in it. Yeah, and Bama, it's Bama and Georgia. Probably they probably would have put Georgia over because then Bama would have been undefeated, and they would have put Georgia in over Florida State probably. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I don't know. It's, I think they got the right choices. They, they, I think yeah. these are good <laughs> matchups as well because Texas and Washington will play a high scoring game that people will enjoy. Alabama matches up well against Michigan because Michigan hasn't played against a really athletic quarterback this year. And so, um, I feel like we're going to get really two really good games in the last year of the 14 playoff. They did the best they could. And I think they, they actually did, they did right by college football. And I'm glad that they chose those teams because if they had chose otherwise, it would have been really frustrating to watch Florida state get rolled by 30 plus points, but we don't have to see that. And you know, what? it's like, I, I, I'm I'm not trying to be a dick to you guys, to Florida State fans. I'm just trying to be the reality of the situation is your team is not good enough to play against the top four teams in the country. They're just not. And whatever bowl game you go up against, if it's Georgia, if it's Oregon, if it's uh, Ohio State, you're going to lose to one of those teams badly. As well. SMU. Like it's not going to be it's not going to be close. And, you know, all three of those teams can score points. So, like, you're going to get your chance at actually proving yourself a little bit, but it's not going to be – it's not going to be pretty. So, all right. Yeah, I'm more – you're right. I The committee – I can't argue with those selections. Those were the right picks. I'm just more mad at the system. Yeah, and exactly. Than, it is right to be mad at the system. Than anything. Like, yeah, I can't argue with those picks. I just hate that – we can't have an undefeated Florida state and Georgia, who is one of the best teams in the country fight for a national championship. Yeah, no, I know, man. Trust me. I, I totally agree. I mean, I've been against, I, but I knew when like, and it was such a great moment when they finally decided to go to 14 playoff, I knew it was going to go more. And I knew that just getting the 14 playoff was the, like, uh, you know, the little, um, you know, I don't know, weaseling its way into, it was kind of like, you know, testing the waters to see if this could actually work. And once they realized, oh, we could, 
this could actually work really well. And then we, if we expand, we could have a lot more games and like, and it's not only a lot more games, but like literally everyone in the top 25 has a chance at the playoff now, instead of like the only five or six teams. Now it's literally every team has a chance in the top 25 for the entire year. So your season matters from beginning a to ending B. And so it's like now games are more important, you know, a, uh, 10 and two, nine and three, uh, you know, a, or a, a, a nine and two, 10 and one matchup can decide who makes the playoffs or not. Like that's, that's huge when sometimes those games don't even matter. And it's like, you know what, man, I, I want that world. I don't want this world where it's like, you know, only a few teams get in and the rest of the teams are just outside looking in like, Oh, what could happen if we were good enough and that that's what florida state is this year they're on the outside looking in and when clearly if they had gotten to the playoff a 12 team playoff they would have had their chance and we you never know what could have happened but clearly they're not going to get a chance and it's 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 terrible and i'm but like i said once i knew that they did the 14 playoff i knew it was setting itself up for more and we're getting that it's just it's just a year too late and actually i saw this today um, I believe it was Paul Feinbaum talking about how the ACC commissioner was one of the commissioners that voted down to put in the 12 team playoff this year. So if there's anyone to blame <laughs> for the fact that FSU didn't get in, it's that ACC commissioner. So you have your own, your only self to blame there, ACC. Oof. Well, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad we did this live because yeah, I, I knew like last year I wanted to do something like this, but like this was even better because it was like what was going on, what were like the stakes, like, and I love how they do it because it's like they do the one, two, three, and then it's like they show the six and five, and then it's like boom, and it's like oh, that was so yeah, cool. that's I, that worked out so well. Oh, brutal! <laughs> that's great TV again. Anyways, I, all right, I, well. Like, I'm a what? Gator fan through and through, but I really feel bad for Georgia and Florida State. I have never felt more bad for two teams I despise. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel as bad for Georgia. They had their opportunity and they didn't win. Um, but Florida State, you know, they beat everyone in front of them and they didn't get in that. That's got to be frustrating. I have been making a lot of jokes about you, Florida State fans. I do it to rile you up because you easily get riled up. It's 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 easy that way. I don't I don't troll as many Florida State fans on on our Twitter account because um, I don't know them, you know, so I like and I don't follow any of them. So like at least like with Facebook, I know a lot of Florida State fans and I know that they'll respond. So I love just like throwing stuff out there to see what they'll say. and They totally respond, which is hilarious. In yeah. its own right. But no, I mean, you know what? Georgia had their chance. Florida State pretty much got screwed but uh i don't know i'm excited to see this this four team playoff because i think this is the best four teams and we can let this four team playoff die and move on and that's what i'm planning on doing as a college football fan you know i know that florida has struggled the last couple of years but florida has a legitimate shot of getting back in to contention and stuff because uh they will um they will if they go nine and three, they're um, they're going to get into the playoffs. So it's like, 
you know, that's why I'm like, I'm excited because it's like, you know, Florida has been struggling, but they still have a window here now where if like they're just good enough, they can get in because their schedule is so difficult. And then mm -hmm. it's also with USF. If USF with that easy conference that the American is, if they go 11 and one or 12 and 0, they have a legitimate shot of getting in the playoff. And it's like, and with a, a quarterback like Byron Brown, anything's possible. So I, the, the possibilities are endless with this playoff, the, the 12 team playoff. So people, I know it's frustrating today, especially as FSU fans, but everyone else just realize we're on for better days. We're going to have home playoff games. I don't think you people realize what we're getting into. It's going to be some of the most insane, crazy environments we've ever seen for college football and is going to happen next year. Like literally nothing like this has ever occurred in sports. And we're going to get some of the most uh, jacked up crowds it is going to be – you're going to have, like, winter games. You're going to have snow yeah. games in Ohio State, in Michigan, or, like, wherever. Like, please, people, you you thought that four teams was great. The 12 teams is going to blow the playoff format out the water. It's going to be such a great time. I'm so excited for it. And, um, and one last thing before we go, I want to talk about it. The SCBS on uh, – SEC on CBS – Finished off yesterday, and I loved SEC on CBS for years. You know, I've been watching since the early 90s with Florida, and uh, to see it go away is a shame, but it's just the reality of college football and, you know, the ever-changing landscape. So, you know, I, I loved it so much, and I love the shout-out they did, the little packages they did with yeah. stuff. My buddy, uh, uh, Lucky, uh, that I worked with, he worked on the, he was a lighting programmer for the CBS show. And, um, you know, he was posting a lot of updates and, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame it's done, but you know, it was really great while it was there. I'll forever love that music. I mean, like I've told my fiance that I want my, uh, funeral dirge to be <laughs> so, like, I'm going to get buried to da -da 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 so, yeah, and it was a great, great send off. You know, they had a, a good package and uh, Brad Nessler and um, Gary Danielson did a really good job talking about it. So it was cool. And I, I appreciate that they took such an effort to to thank everyone. And, you know, and it, it's over, but it, it was great. And I, I loved it. So uh, anything you have before we go? Um, I mean, this was really it felt like a bit of an end of an era because Pac-12 is gone. CBS on uh, SEC on CBS is gone. Divisions are gone, and fourteen, 14 playoffs, playoffs is gone. are gone. So any linkage to controversy going back to the BCS is now gone. Yeah. Um. It definitely felt that's what it felt like. The, like especially going into conference championships, it felt like this was the end of a lot of stuff, and we're entering a new frontier. We're out to a twelve-team playoff conferences are going to be totally different that yeah like texas and oklahoma dipping the big 12 and going into the sec where we have completely new conferences um is wild and to believe again uh i've said this before out of all the chaos that happened the craziest thing for me still and i told this to george was the fact that usf is going to a bowl game <laughs> if you were to tell me at the beginning Wait. of the year this is what it's going to be like, or even like three years ago. We're going to have a 12-team playoff. Texas and Oklahoma are leaving, and the Pac-12 will die. 
the Big Ten is going to get bloated, all this stuff, and Florida State will go undefeated and miss the playoff. But USF will make a bowl game. I would have said USF making the bowl game would have been the most unlikely one. Crazy. Well, on that note, catch us on haterradio.com for all of our articles. I'll probably do something about the Heisman and something about the playoffs coming up. But we'll have uh, only four more shows the rest of the year. Preview the CFP games, recap those, preview the championship game, and then recap that. So four shows left. We're not going to do it every Wednesday and Sunday now. It's just going to be whenever those games occur. So we'll have to fluctuate the schedule. So the banner on top here is wrong, but hey, I didn't have time to change it. So what what can you do? But um, besides that, catch us on hater underscore radio for Twitter, X, Instagram, threads, TikTok. On Facebook, it is hater radio CFB. For YouTube, which is all the videos we have, um, it is at Hater Radio. Ian, what are your socials before we go? Yes, uh, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter are all at GGatorG. Okay, that's it. That's the show. I know it's a crazy one. Um, you know, I appreciate you all for responding, commenting, likes, everything. Get, help our algorithm as much as you can subscribe you know send out tweets whatever you can to help us out we really appreciate we appreciate all our fans richard if you're listening i don't know if you are um you know ucla usf florida and usc are the teams we cover but we like to cover the national stuff uh, most importantly as well so um you know this is a national uh college football show that we like to highlight those four teams but we definitely cover all topics if we can um thank you for a great year i know we have a couple more shows but this feels like basically that's it for the season um but uh again thank you and uh we'll see you soon